You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Sarah, this is such an exciting day in the history of our show. This like, is making me uncomfortable. Basically, you are finally coming on to my side of things. So I've got a, I've got a list of things that you're going to have to do. <laughs> I mean, number one, you're going to have to start eating more taquitos because you'll understand once you start watching these shows. Also, um, I was thinking maybe we could have a History Channel marathon because now that you're into the same things that I'm into, there are that so many... That is a stretch. I have so many websites that I need to show you too. Like alternative history websites. websites. Not alternative history, but like me. alternative universe kind of thing, like parallel universes. There's a lot of things that I need to get into with you. You have had way too much sugar and caffeine. Um, also, you're going to have to start wearing more black shirts and jeans. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a ton of stuff to get to today. A very exciting news here in Fun Employment Radio's world. Um, first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who goes to our website and clicks on the Amazon link. Right there at the top of the page, if you're going to be doing any online oh, so shopping, helpful. it is wonderful and so easy to get there. Don't worry about Googling Amazon. How do I find Amazon.com? How am I ever going to locate it? Just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. That is the best way to do Greg that. Greg right now reminds me of a squirrel who got into like a sugar packet and doesn't know what to do with itself. Well, before the show, I'll say this. <laughs> uh, our friend Jason stopped by to talk about a few things, and he brought some uh, Dutch Brothers, like the sugary coffee stuff, and I don't normally drink the sugary coffee, and it has made a difference in my brain. I'm trying to slow myself down, um, but I'm, I'm not used to having that much sugar in the morning. But, uh, oh, man, it feels good. It feels I'm like riding high right now. I feel like in about an hour and a half, it's going to... Crash. I'm super looking forward to meeting with you after the show when you're uh, completely down in the dumps and are down from your sugar. Oh, high. when I crash? Oh, yeah. When I crash, it's bad. Oh, goody. Yep. So anyway, uh, but yes, go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. Also, a uh, quick event note just here at the top of the show to get this out of the way and tell you how excited we are about it. Coming up on February 2nd, that's Thursday, February 2nd. Next Thursday. Next Thursday at the Landmark Saloon, we will be having our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Woo! To celebrate Groundhog Day in style, everybody. Yes, Groundhog Day in style. And we've got our fine sponsor this time is going to be Reka Vodka. So it's a new vodka, and we'll explain it all more coming up. It's a but glacial vodka. A glacial vodka. Mm. And it's very exciting to have them Fancy on board. So we'll have some, some specials with their vodka, with Reka vodka down at the event but we would love to see everybody on thursday february 2nd at the landmark saloon 6 p.m and then we'll get started about 6 30 so get get there about six or maybe even beforehand all right now on to what we were talking about sarah is if you listen to this show she's usually vehemently opposed to anything that i like no i really into... don't like a lot of things that greg does yeah. Greg has very poor taste in a lot of things no i have very specific tastes in a lot of things and i don't talk about it a lot here on the show but i love history and i love learning about all that stuff and then i love like parallel universe history and then i go into and in deep with all these websites well, it's not and... so much parallel universe history as it is like parallel universes well, it's both. Par- this is why I need to teach you these oh, things. There is an actually, a, there's actually a difference, Sarah. I should have never showed you Fringe. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Fringe was part of it, but it's even before Fringe, though. This is something like I've been into this weird stuff since I was a kid. We'll talk about it here in a second. But uh, Sarah finally took one of my recommendations for television shows. Normally, it's always her representing oh, uh, in the live chat. Alex, yes, uh, I can't get distracted. I'm going to come back to that. Um, so, you know, Sarah is usually the one watching her, your Lifetime movies or, like, television series that ended 20 years ago. Oh, no, I will be telling you. And when, when I'm not watching embarrassingly too young for me TV shows, right now I'm in the throes of a little show called Scream Queens. Yeah, that doesn't sound too young for it's a... It's hilarious. I'm sorry. It's like a... It's just a mishmash of uh, some sort of, like, teen comedy, and it's just bloody and horrible. It's done by the... I think it's done by uh, the creators of American Horror Story. I'm pretty sure that's the same person that does it, and it stars Emma Roberts and... Uh, oh, Jamie Emma Roberts. Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. It has, like, a really big cast. It's hilarious. So I've okay. been watching that, but then I was like, I needed to mix it up a little bit, because mm-hmm. it was just a little too a little too much for me, a little too sugar-coated, you know, like young, sprightly 20-somethings, you know, getting brutally murdered, blah, 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 blah. Well, and that's why we're starting the year off here with the year Sarah turns into Greg, and so it's, it's Sarah actually not, took stop. That sounds one weird. of my recommendations. 
And I've been watching this show called The Man in the High Castle. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's based on a Philip K. Dick novel. Philip K. Dick wrote uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Which I really like. Which is Blade Runner. Yeah. Um, And he wrote a a lot of sci-fi novels. And one of them he wrote, The Man in the High Castle, takes place in an alternate universe where the... uh, Nazis and Japan actually won World War II, and they ended up taking over uh, North America and the rest of the world and dividing it up. And so in the book, you know, that's what takes place. It takes place in there. So you have the Japanese Pacific states on one side, which is the West Coast, and then it's the American Nazi Reich. uh, I can't remember what they call it. I mean, on the uh, the East Coast, and then in the center, like the Rocky Mountains is kind of like a... The no man's land. Yeah, it's a demarcation zone. It's, um, what do they call it? Uh, Anyway, they've got a name for it. Um, It's just kind of a no man's land in between. So now they have taken this and put it, turned it into a television show the based theme song, on the book. Which Greg was the one that showed this to me. And, and the television show is on Amazon, and so you can watch it. Yeah, it starts off with this creepy version of Edelweiss, where they have all this imagery of, like, kind of Nazi black and white imagery and of, like, oh of uh, the Nazis winning World War II and bombing America. And, you know, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's. It's terrifying. And so, but, yeah, it's a big, huge uh, picture of the United States. And there's the uh, Nazi Japanese side. And then, yeah, the Nazi regime side. It's cr- it's scary. So I've I've obviously watched this. I watched the first two seasons um, not too long ago. And I've read the book a hundred times. I've got the book at home. I, I love the book. It's very scary. But this is something that's very much in my vein of something I would be into. And now Sarah took my recommendation and started watching it and actually – is apparently enjoying it. I'm obsessed with it. You've come on to my side I of the I can't believe territory. it because, all right, let me tell you, Greg didn't even sell it very well to me. He's just like, hey, Sarah, so here's this premise, which, I mean, in this day and age also, it's touching a little close to home. So it's like, hey, he's like, here's this premise. I don't know if this would interest you, but basically it's uh, it's this world where actually, you know, we lost World War II and, like, the Nazi regime takes over. And I, for some reason, I don't... But, I, I guess it's because it's terrifying, like the same reason why I like the book, like 1984, people like V for Vendetta. It's because you like to, I don't know, just to see what it would be like, somebody else's idea of what it would be like if that horrible thing happened. Mm-hmm. And my God, it's horrible. Oh, yeah. Turns out they, uh, the Nazis weren't, aren't so nice. It yeah. turns out that uh, it would not have been a good thing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I won't say the like the things that have happened at the beginning, which is kind of the premise of the show, mm-hmm. um, which I, would be kind of a spoiler. But so basically it's just these people who are you know fighting back against the resistance or, or they are the resistance fighting against. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah. That's that's basically it. I mean, you're following along um, in America post, you know, being decimated in World War Two. And, and these are the ordinary Americans that are left that survived that are underneath the regimes of each of these shows or each of these um you know, the two conquerors. Um, they don't really talk about Italy in it, but yeah, basically uh, Germany and Japan has taken over the entire world and divided it all up between themselves. So God, it's now so though, well done and terrifying. It's very well done. It's so well done. It is oh, not, uh, it's not an uplifting show, but it's exactly the kind of show I watch. And so I have some tips for you now, since you're going down my train, if you want to learn what it's like, like a day in the life of Greg. Well, because Greg is very, he knows me very well and he knows that I can't deal with a lot, like overbearingly depressing shit over and over and over and over again. I watch but a lot some, of depressing shows. You watch so many depressing shows, but this one, I yesterday when I was working on a dog painting at my house, I watched five episodes in a row and I could not stop watching it. And I actually had to force myself to go to bed where, of course, I dreamed of Nazis all night because that's what you uh-huh. do. Once you, and is this what it's like in your in your world? Yes. I don't like dreaming of Nazis. Right now, I either watch uh, – well, I'm done watching The Man in the High Castle, so I'm okay with that. Then uh, since I play my orc video game, I also dream of orcs. Um, but yeah, I watch a lot of <gasps> – Oh, my God. Do nibblers dream of electric orcs? That's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but since, That's you're, what this show is since you're getting into this, now it allows me to nerd out a little bit more about it. And I'll explain some other shows that you need Let's to be see, watching. What's fun is that what's, what should be more fun, but it's not, is that I am asking Greg, like, legitimate questions about history. Mm-hmm. And instead of, of him trying to teach me, he instead just rolls his eyes, shakes his head, and goes, oh, my God, you don't fucking know that. Like he won't I didn't even... say fucking, but yeah, yeah, I did kind you of roll my eyes. You started laughing out loud when I'm just asking for a basic 
historical knowledge. And then, like, I'm sorry that I'm a little confused about everything that's going mm-hmm. on. No, okay, you're right. You're right. Sorry, I won't. Go ahead and ask your question again, Sarah, if you really want to, if you no. really want to bring this up. No, I'm not going to. You're telling me that I was laughing at you. I think it's fair that you should at least no. ask the question you brought forth to me. No. I mean, if you're going to call me out on this, I think uh, I think maybe you should go ahead and ask the question that I'm you had. I'm just saying that if you were excited about me watching your show, no. then I should be able to ask you some <laughs> specifying questions. Nipples in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live says, Greg, you're like a smug IT guy except with history. <gasps> oh, no. That's exactly what you are. You always complain about all the assholes on the IT sites that you're asking, and then they're jerks. You're a jerk when it comes to history. It's like you're withholding your information just so you can tell me a little bit more. Make sure that you make your point. That you know more about it than I do. No, I'm not trying to be that guy. You are the smug IT guy. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're the history guy. I am a fan of history and geography. Those are my two categories. all I really did was ask you a simple question, and all you did was laugh at me, say you really don't know that, and then never answered my question. I'm saying ask your question. No, I already asked you my question. And I I will give you an answer. I just want to see if you want to do it. Do you want to ask your question? No, I don't even remember my question. Yes, you do. You no, know exactly I don't. what it I was. Don't know exactly. Well, anyway, I mean, look, this isn't what you're into. It's it's definitely what I'm into. So I read a lot of historical stuff and and historical novels or anything online like detailing history. I'll go down a rabbit hole, and I've done that with this show too because there it's much more, of course, expansive than the book. The book is pretty short, and this covers a lot more details and, and you know how the Nazis would have won and what changed in the timeline for them to have been able to beat the United States. Basically, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was assassinated in like 1933, so America never recovered from the Great Depression, so we weren't ready, and then we became isolationists, and then we were easy to be picked off and, and beaten in World War II. Uh, that's kind of how that worked out. But that's not what happened. Well, that's no. We won World War II. I know. Okay. I'm just... Spoiler alert: the United <laughs> States in this world won World War II. We were part of the victors in that war. So, just in case anybody hadn't read about it and didn't, you know, was was waiting to read the history books, just holding off a little bit. We we yeah, it won. Does make you a little bit of an elitist. I'm sorry. I've had a lot of shit crammed into my head since I learned about uh, the World Wars growing up, and yes. I might not have paid as much attention. And I don't okay. like reading about war stuff because oh. my dad used to make me watch a lot of war movies when I was a kid. And I fucking hated learning about war stuff because I always had to watch stuff about it. And then, yeah. Okay. Okay. No. Uh, all right. I'll give the, I'll give the basic. Um, yes, the, the U.S. won World War II. We beat the Nazis. Uh, and Japan, so we we won we won those two things. We won. Uh, we won. So at least surprise. in this parallel universe, we won. In the other universe, we didn't win, and there are reasons why we didn't win and become organized enough to do it. Anyway, we don't have to go too far into that stuff. Well, I knew that we won. That was not the that was not the question. Do not insinuate that that was the question they asked. I know that I'm we not. That's what you just said. I was asking him what the access powers were. You did ask me what the access powers were. And I I did not, I've never really, I didn't, I mean, I assumed, I knew that it was like the Nazis in Japan, but I didn't know that that was like the name that they were. It was actually three. I know, it's in Italy, I'm, I'm uh, on a World War History 2 for children site All right, right now. All right, some people in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live are saying that isn't a terrible question, Greg. You know, basically I'm a jerk. Keelan asks, you don't know what the access powers were. Wow. Here's what the access powers were. It was Germany. The Nazis, that's that's the Nazis, the Japanese Empire, and Italy. So those were the three aligned. They were aligned basically against the rest of the world. And the other three big powers were the U.S., the U.K., and Russia. The alliance the uh, began Union. to form in 1936, Greg. Um, and Mozambique, so they, maybe they were part of the <laughs> Axis powers. I don't know. It was Italy, Germany, Japan. That's that's the three the three main powers that opposed everybody else. And so, so uh, that's, that's what the Axis powers were. So Germany and Japan had a pact, non-aggression pact, so they weren't going to attack each other. Italy was just kind of like eh, lumped in there. But Mussolini, I mean, they were terrible too. So that's how that worked. All right. You got, you got that? I you do. That. Okay. No, and I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a jerk. No, I'm looking at this. The three main I realized when I just said you got that, that sounded very jerkish. Uh, the Axis powers are ruled by dictators. Adolf Hitler, yeah, Benito Mussolini, and Emperor Hirohito. Yes, Hirohito. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although really more the generals kind of ran the country. He was more of a figurehead. But we can also, get into minutiae on it. This, I'm, um, I'm going to... Uh... <laughs> 
whatever. I'm on a children's history website, and they they write it out like to where you can like the basic understanding where I'm getting all the points without all of this like smug double speak that I'm getting. You know, from. the bottom line is you're right. I'm just glad that you're actually interested in you learning about be. this. Stuff. I am. I am. I am. I am. Like, I'm going to try to be. I will, I will I will not be a jerk about because it. Because I'm genuinely interested in it, and Greg genuinely said, like, you don't know who that is, and started laughing at me. That's not a way for progress. Okay. All oh, right. You're That's right. That's just mean. I'm just going to go back to watching Gossip Girl for the fifth time. Okay. Fine. Okay. No, I need to encourage this. This is a good thing to learn about these things. It's, it's important... Uh, not to have <laughs> Jasmine says Greg needs to get a spot on drunk history for real. I would totally do drunk history, absolutely in a second. I would do drunk history, um, but yeah, uh, it's good that you're learning about this stuff. But my whole thing though was more less. I'm glad that you're interested in the history. We can talk about that forever, and I know not everybody. But I'm wants not to really do that. interested in the history. I like. The I TV only have show. like two friends that I can talk about history with, like for hours and hours and hours that will tolerate it. And uh, so it's rare that I get to be able to do that. Oh, my gosh, because you guys are such an elite squad. No, it's because everybody else is bored to death of what I'm talking about. And that's that's kind of what it is. I'm sure you could talk for hours about Gilmore Girls or, Whoa. you know, or could you not? Probably not Gilmore Girls. I haven't Buffy watched Buffy the it. Vampire Slayer? I could probably talk for a while about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, now it's being noted. Rick says uh, Greg is mansplaining. I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to do that. I love this. <laughs> um all right. I'm just saying that wasn't very... You did come with me and march in the Women's March this weekend, well, so wait. I know that you... Yes. I know that you do believe in equal rights for women. I've always known this. So well, I know that your mansplaining is just you being the regular douchebag that you always are. Right. It's not a special thing. It's not a special no, thing. It's not a gendered no. thing. It's just Greg. And we're going we're gonna to get into that. Real quick, though, I just have to tell you something else. Uh, just of now that you're getting into this show and I these parallel universe... things I had to do. These parallel universe history stuff. Uh, best show ever for that. Sliders. Sliders, of course, the superior show to Quantum Leap. Sliders it is absolutely not superior. Involves Anything without Scott Bakula in it cannot be superior to a show that it's going against. Uh, Jerry O'Connell's in it. Sliders involves a group of people who slide through to different parallel universes where different things have happened in history. Like one is where, as though the Spanish had conquered the New World, and so do you know what else Jerry world. O'Connell is in? No, we're not talking about Jerry O'Connell. Scream I was just... Queens. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm saying Sliders, Sliders is an amazing show. And then so each episode, they slide into a different universe where are some history happens. Are they chicken sliders or are they beef sliders? <sighs> they slide into parallel universes. Okay, clearly this is advanced level. We're just at the beginning. I'm just going let to that, let that go as it is. Sliders, though, I'm telling you, one of the greatest shows of all time. Um, all right. But yes, let's let's get back to talking about this this Pork weekend. Pork sliders. <laughs> <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about this uh, this last weekend. Yeah, so we did, uh, last weekend was the giant uh, women's march all over the world, which I, I mean, which, all over the, way, the world. When they're, yeah, all over the world, it was awesome. And when they say there are like going to be thousands of people downtown, you kind of forget that maybe you should think in advance that public transportation is going to be completely packed and you're yeah. not going to be able to get down there. Yeah, it happened. Um, so, I mean, we'll just kind of walk through going to it. And, you know, and here in Portland is where we're going. I live further out than Sarah does, but we're kind of on the same bus line. So I was going to meet her to go down there. And I, I was waiting for the bus. I was far enough out. I was the last person allowed on the public bus that I got on. Like the very like, last. She's I have like, never, can't take anybody else on this. Even during and, snow days, I have never seen that many people waiting for the bus stop ever in my life. Yeah. And so we were going by and I, I felt really bad for the bus driver because I was standing right next to her as the last person, and she just had to pass by each bus stop we passed. There were, like, anywhere from 5 to 20 people waiting for a bus. And and she's like, I can't stop. And there's all these angry people. Somebody flipped her off. She's like, I know, but what can I do? I can't there's fit any more people. There's nothing she can do. No, no, there wasn't. And so we got down to where I was going to meet Sarah, and they weren't. she wasn't going to stop because she couldn't fit any more people in. So I asked her to let me off a couple of blocks before the stop. I'm like, just for your benefit so that – a riot doesn't start and people start <laughs> pelting you with things. Do you want to just let me off here? She's like, yes, thank you. Thank you. And so, oh, I, so that's why I got off a couple of blocks ahead. And then met Sarah and we, you know, of course you we were pretty much out of public transportation. To yeah. Get so as soon as he got off, Greg was very happy. He was pleased with me. I'm just like, Hey, so I don't think the buses are running anymore. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, they were, were running. Up. They were just full. Yeah, they were full. So, and, and yeah. then they stopped running because they wouldn't even stop. So they just zip by, but you know, completely packed. Yeah. But so, so we ended up actually walking all the way downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I walked yeah. about 39 blocks to get downtown. Mm. And uh, with my back, that was great. But it, it's working out. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Um, 
so yeah, so I ended up walking downtown. To but you this... just, but as you, you know, are walking closer and closer down to the water, like it's so, because you see more and more people holding signs and wearing, you know, like uh, carrying signs, wearing them, wearing different colored hats and clothes and like just a really happy, positive uh, atmosphere in the air. And then like, as we kind of rounded and got closer to the Hawthorne Bridge, we saw that the Hawthorne Bridge is closed and it was just people walking over it. And so it was just surreal to see it crossing and then walking on this bridge with thousands of people just walking on a bridge that usually has cars on it like it just didn't seem like it was real and then it did seem kind of apocalyptic at first i mean except for the fact that everybody was very very happy it was a really cool crowd but yeah walking across the bridge that's completely closed in the middle of the street was kind of cool um you know which if you don't know in portland the hawthorne bridge is one of the main bridges into downtown here and so it's it's never closed unless it's construction or something mm-hmm. so walking down the middle of it was pretty crazy and then like as you're halfway across the hawthorne bridge because you can kind of see all the other bridges and uh, the waterfront and if you've been to portland and you've seen the rose festival it looked like the rose festival was going on minus all the rides and things plus about 70,000 people i've never seen that many people in one area in Portland in the entire time that I've lived here. It was just... No, I I've, I never have You either, could see them lining, anything. like people were lining uh, the sides of the river across the Morrison Bridge, which is right next to the Hawthorne Bridge. It was completely packed with people. And everyone's just trying to get downtown for, like, one common reason. Just, oh, it was so amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think they estimated about 100,000 people downtown oh, yeah. for the estimation, which is – Portland's not that big of a city. So that's a tremendous amount of people um, in all in one place. And it was it was really cool to see. I mean, like I said, everybody was very – every. Uh, there weren't really any jerks. Not that I ever encountered. No. I didn't encounter any jerks. Not a, like um, Usually, you know, if you accidentally bump into someone, that someone would be like, hey, watch it or something. Everyone was like, oh, excuse yes. me. Oh, go yeah. ahead. Sure. Just the nicest group of 100,000 people I've ever been in. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty. Like people accidentally run into you like, oh, sorry, excuse me. Or like, hey, you doing okay? Hey, like people offer umbrellas like because it, it was pouring rain the entire time, by the way, which I think would have dismayed like people other places who aren't used to rain. But my oh, yeah, God, it doesn't matter here. Nobody cared. Everyone was just standing. I think everybody's just happy on. it wasn't covered in snow and ice like it has been the last right? couple of weeks. So, I mean, I'm like, this is tropical. I don't care. Uh, even though, yeah, you're getting soaked soaked in the rain. Um, there was one point where I did have just a little bit of an issue, and that was uh, when we were – because they were, they were waiting to march, and I don't think anybody really knew which way it was going because there were so many people. And I got stuck kind of in the middle where and I was about 30 stuck. people left and right. Yeah. And all around, and so I I couldn't get out, and I did start to get just a little bit claustrophobic mm. uh, in that big of group of people. Even though it's not like anybody was causing a problem, uh, or you know, like I said, everybody was very nice. But still, you're just like, okay, I can't move in any direction. Um, and I get a little bit claustrophobic anyway. Mm-hmm. It's that and a little bit of fear of heights. So, so I had I did have to get out at that point, but it wasn't hard to do. Everybody was just so nice, like, oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse mm. me, excuse me, and then worked our way out. And, and there then... were some of like the best signs that I've ever seen. And everything it was just a really positive thing. I'm really glad that I went down and was a part of it, and I'm yeah. glad that other people like took their time and did that too. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was very cool to go down there. And I I will say we did post a video on our Twitter account um, at Funimp Radio, so we did kind of a live video while we were walking down there. Granted, it's pouring down rain, so it may not be the greatest video, but you can get a little bit of idea of just the little section we were in when we were marching through there. And, uh, and yeah, had a great time, and then, then broke off, had some celebratory drinks, and it was, it was a really fun day. It was really mm. positive. It was nice just having a lot of posi- positive people. You know, whatever you believe in, everybody was there to, for positive reasons. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty impressive. Pretty Especially cool. with that big of a group of that many people. Yeah. Like, I thought I was going to see some shit apples, and I didn't see any shit apples. Everyone was just... No, no, I didn't see any shit apples either. No, yeah, everybody was, was great. everybody was pretty cool. And yeah, it was just a, it was a good, good feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was happy to come down, of course, and, and, and March. Yes. Well, thank yeah. you, Greg, for doing that. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Should we do some World of Crazy? Do you want to get sure into that? Sure, sure. Now I switch some gears. Is this, let me just ask you really quick about the man. Sliders? You want to hear about sliders? No, I, I absolutely do not unless it's food that I can put in my mouth because I'm hungry. Man in the High Castle. Yeah. I can't stop thinking about it. When you first started watching it, did it just take over your thoughts too? Yeah. Well, I tell I you mean, about those things. You just don't pay I any don't, attention. No, I don't listen to what you have to say. Yeah, I know. You, so I know I'm you asking don't. you now. Yeah. Oh, there are... So many websites. I can't stop thinking about it now. And all I want to do it. is like go. Yeah, all I want to do is go and look at everything that I can. There is an entire Wikipedia fan thing that's created for it. 
detailing the history and everything that goes along with it. So there's there's lots of stuff. Okay. There's a lot of things you can find. We're just beginning. It's the year Sarah turns into Greg. That, that is the worst way to describe this year. I don't want that at all. I'm telling you, ultimately, when, once you reach sliders, you've reached the pinnacle. I'm never going to watch sliders. I will tell you that right now. Oh, what about the one where the Russians won? But that's like one show. I'm watching an entire amazing show right now. That's why each week it's a different adventure. You never know where you're going with sliders. Okay. That's like, that's like you just described Quantum Leap, and I've seen all of Quantum Leap, mm. and it has Scott Bakula, and no. I don't think that you're going to change my mind. Oh, hello, my friends. Hi. My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, did you know that marbles are still a thing? <laughs> marbles? <laughs> marbles. Did you know that they're still a thing? Play some tic-tac-toe. Or wait, what's the, uh, what is the game with the little, um, gosh, I'm sorry. Now I'm completely blanking on the name of it, so this is a terrible, terrible segue into it. flat discs? No, I'm talking about the, uh, it's like the rubber balls, and then you have the little. Jacks? Jacks. Yes, jacks. Is jacks still a thing? I hope so, because jacks are fun. Oh. Um, well. Marbles are still a thing, I guess, apparently, at well, least You know how in, to play jacks? Here. Yeah. I don't remember how to play at all. Hey, bounce and then pick up the number and then bounce. And See how many jacks you can pick up, uh, pick up between bouncing the ball and it going back down. Oh. So okay. bounce the ball, pick up the jacks. All right. And then you have to either catch the ball. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I played them, but we had jacks as a kid. Okay. Yeah, we would play that in like four square. We never square. had really like... Tech, like techie toys, my we had a real lot of like old school like like the wooden block with the string and the ball attached yes. to it that you would like. Let me just catch say, Sarah, though, part of that is also because we're old. They would there weren't a lot of those kind of toys around. Like, that's no, my what we friends had. had like Game Boys and Teddy Ruxpins and things. I had the wooden block with my ball and mm-hmm. stick, and you marched eight miles in the and snow to get there. And and my eight miles in the snow, and yes. I played with my marbles. Lived in your log cabin. Yeah. Fought a bear on the well, way to school. Then I just stopped playing with marbles because, uh, like, I wanted to eat them, and I was afraid I was going to eat them, so I had to stop playing with them. That's marbles. a good story about, mm-hmm. about checks. So what about marbles? Oh, let me tell you. A truck in Indiana carrying 38,000 pounds of marbles mm-hmm. ended up losing its trailer in Indiapo- uh, Indianapolis on Sunday, Saturday morning, causing the contents, which are, again, 38,000 pounds of marbles, to spill onto the highway and block the entire right lane. So no injuries were reported in the lost marbles uh, in multicolors. Brought a pop of color to an otherwise bleak, wintry day. That's what this person wrote. Okay. Yes. But 38,000 pounds of marbles, like where did... That's a lot of marbles. I feel like they sell them at like OMSI. Maybe. And like those like deluxe like kids toy stores up on Hawthorne. Yeah, I mean... I su- you can get like a stuffed animal for like $60 and like a bag of marbles. Of I don't organic, remember how you play marbles. marbles. You shoot them. Yeah, you, know, you, you fire you fire them at people, mm-hmm. right? I think so. Put them into a slingshot and fire them at somebody's head. You don't fire them at somebody's head. I remember people when they throw marbles. I was scared as a kid because those things are really hard. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a it's a piece of glass. Yeah, yeah. It's round glass. Yeah. Throwing at your head. Yep. Take your eye out. Yeah, it'll take your eye out. Um, so Indiana State Police had to close the one lane of the highway for hours upon hours as crews painstakingly. Cleaned up the marbles one by one. That, to be honest, that sounds like some kind of, and I hate to say this, but some kind of a hipster Portland thing to like all of a sudden marbles are going to be back in again. Maybe marbles are cool. I don't know. I'm not ripping on somebody into marbles. I loved collecting marbles because you get the ones with the really cool swirly designs inside and like the sparkle marbles. I, I bet you did. Oh, I loved it. Then I would carry around like a lucky marble. Yeah. Shiny. Mm-hmm. Oh, some mar- marbles are like beautiful. Maybe you should bring back marbles. I kind of like looking at them. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. I think you should you should be the marble person. You're thinking about it right I now. I am. Yeah, should you become a marble person? I'm not going to be a marble person, but I do like looking at marbles and the way they catch the light. I think they're very pretty. Hey, you know, okay. and more power to you. All right. All right, uh, next story out of Britain. A British woman took hangry. Do you know what hangry is, Greg? You. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. (laughs) To the next level. When she was accused of stabbing her partner in the shoulder after he ate all of her french fries. Oh, yeah. That's... I don't know, man. I could see one day where you end up on a story like this. So if... So this woman was eating... If I was really hungry and someone ate all my food, I'm... Uh Uh-huh. 
Yeah, you would stab. Say you were sitting there, you were hungry, you've been waiting all day, and you they had those pizza bites that you love so much. The I don't pizza really like rolls. them that much. I burned my mouth the past few times I've eaten them. Oh, okay, so you're off the pizza rolls now. What about a big bowl of macaroni and cheese? A big bowl of macaroni and cheese. Which I'm off of as well. And you had that but sitting there waiting. I don't like it because I like it too much. And, uh, and you left and somebody ate it all while you were gone. Oh, I would be so pissed. Yeah. You'd stab somebody, wouldn't no, you? No, I would punch them. Yeah. Like, did they do it meanly, or were they, like, equally as starving? Maybe they were just hungry and didn't realize it was yours. They, they didn't realize it, it, so they didn't do it to spy. Okay, well, then I wouldn't punch them. Uh... I would ask them to leave my place of residence and never come back again. Yeah, he would never speak to them I again. I would never speak to them again. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so this, uh, this perfectly sane woman who was just a little bit hungry and her asshole friend happened to eat her french fries. Her name's Diane Margaret Clayton. Yes, she's been accused of stabbing her partner. That's a very British name. Simon Hill, after he ate her french fries. Now, Clayton and Hill were having dinner at a friend's house when they got into a fight over who had eaten the fries Clayton had left the room, came back, and they were gone. chips, though, aren't they, in in Britain? Just stop. Chips. When she realized that it was Hill, her partner, she went into the kitchen, got a (laughs) knife, and stabbed him in the shoulder, causing what her lawyer calls uh, just a minor superficial injury. (laughs) She stabbed him. Uh, According to the lawyer, also Clayton tried to hit him before stabbing him in the shoulder. Uh, The two, of course, had been drinking at the time. Oh, shocking. Uh, Clayton did plead guilty to causing bodily harm and was sentenced to 26 weeks in jail. 26 weeks in jail? For stabbing her partner in the shoulder over fries. It is not known whether or not Miss Clayton and Mr. Hill are still a hot ticket item. Six months jail site sentence over that. Uh, a couple of notes in the live chat. Funemploymentradio.com slash live, of which you can go there and subscribe to Fun Employment Radio, where you get to listen live, join in the chat. Um, lots of exclusive things just for you guys, and we really, really appreciate just the amazing support that we get from that. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Uh, Stranded in Bakersfield says maybe her fries spilled in the bag and her friend was the driver. Those were some rules that oh, I had for fast food rules, rules. Where if you're the one that pays for it and you drive to go get it, the extra spillage fries in the bag belong to you. We actually had some fast food chains weigh in on that last time. Uh, let's see. Edward says, good for this woman. In that uh, he believes the stabbing was justified. Sometimes it's justified. Do you believe it was justified? Hmm, I need to know more about the details of the story. But right now I'm a little hungry because I didn't get a chance to eat, so I'm leaning more toward being on her side. Yeah. But then again, I think if it was a superficial stab wound and that person was her partner, maybe he should have just looked the other way and been like, hey, sorry for being a dick for eating all the fries. My bad. Let's just call it even. You're hungry. I'm bleeding. Do you think he got a chance, though, to plead his case? I kind of doubt it. What's his case? She gets up and leaves the room and then he eats all the fries? Maybe he thought she abandoned the fries. That... Nobody abandons the fries. Unless Maybe you say, I'm done. I think, like, if there is a plate of fries and you're done, you'd be like, all right, oh, I'm done. Do you want any of these? Like, you make the declaration. Nobody starts taking the fries without asking. Maybe they were communal fries and she relinquished her seat at the table. Oh, you Therefore, sound like this creepy guy I used to work with. You have going, is that community property? Is that community food? Is that community food? Seriously, that's how he talked. And then he would put his hands all over it. At the radio station? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. See, that's not his good. His name is Steve. He was so creepy. He's and he would creepiest. eat everybody else's food? There's our community property. And then, like, put his hands all over it. So even if it wasn't community property, like, he put his little nubby fingers on it. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying if you abandon the food. I'm just saying that I think that there are two sides to every story. And I think Mr. Hill needs to take a long look in the mirror. To see if he deserved it. In other news, U.S. Customs and Border Protection agents uh, were able to disrupt... 3,000 pounds of suspected marijuana disguised as watermelons. This happened in Texas. The agent said... Disguised uh, as watermelons? Let me tell you, this is pretty impressive. The agency said its Office of Field Operations at a cargo facility uh, searched a a shipment of what they believe to be fresh watermelons in a white 1993 Thermo King tractor trailer. Now, the officers, when they inspected the watermelons upon closer look, uh, discovered that 390... Of the supposed watermelons were actually packages of suspected marijuana formed into the shapes of melons and wrapped in green material, then molded to look like the other melons that they're with. Wow! They like basically that's a lot of work. They finagled 
fake melons to smuggle weed into the States. Huh. Uh, so the packages contained a total of 3,000 pounds. So the 390... 3,000 pounds? The 390 of, watermelons. Of marijuana? Or the whole thing was 3,000 pounds? No, 3,000 pounds of marijuana. That's a lot of weed, isn't it? Wait, I'm looking at... Or I'm pulling up my calculator right now. So 3,000... Hang on, I'm sorry. We're going to do 3,000 pounds? 3,000... Divided by three nine. Wait, wait, what are you doing here? I wasn't paying attention to what you're. Uh... All right, so that make like each watermelon seven point seven pounds. Which I'm is just like saying a that's a lot. Yeah. So the packages contained a total of three thousand pounds. This where was in, this trying to go? Uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection in uh, Texas. I'm assuming it's. So they stopped not at the border. There. Yeah. So the packages, yeah, three thousand pounds, an estimated six hundred thousand dollars worth of the drug. Uh, one of the port directors said smugglers continue to be creative as they attempt to introduce le- illegal narcotics into the country. Uh, the vigilance to detail prevents the introduction of these dangerous drugs into our country, even though it's legal most of the places and it's not very dangerous. Uh, the case was handled handed over to Homeland Security Investigations for further investigation. I'm kind of impressed with the artwork on this, though. I'm just saying, that's a, a lot of weed. That's a lot of weed to be molded into 390 watermelons. Somebody spent a lot of time on that. And I bet that's like some paper mache wizard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, the watermelons don't seem like it would be a smart thing to pretend to make because that texture seems like it would be a little complex. You know, if you have it, it mixed in with everything, unless somebody's not like looking too close. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Granted, spoilers. Again, I don't smuggle drugs, so I'm not entirely familiar with the process. But I would think if it's mixed in with a bunch of watermelons, wouldn't that... I've watched the entire Weeds series, so I am pretty oh, familiar Greg, with you're that. You're like an expert. Kind of. Can you tell me all about it? Should I watch it, Greg? Um, no. the first three seasons, yes. The Maybe show the first with, like, four the seasons. The song. Little boxes on the hillside. Yeah. Little boxes made of ticky tack. Little boxes on the hillside, and they all look just the same. Please stop. There's a blue one and a green one and a red one and a yellow one, and they're all made out of ticky tacky. And they this seems like all some kind of tick that he has that he can't. Once you start it, you can't. It. You can't finish it. Each season starts out. It's, and then I think one season it's each song is different, but different people cover it. Cover that same song. Isn't that, what episode of South Park was that when Cartman couldn't sing? Like someone saying, "I'm sa- is it sail away?" Yeah, yeah, I'm away with son. Oh, no, it's Come Sail Away. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Come Sail Away where if someone starts singing it, he has to sing the whole thing. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Now you're ticky-tacky. All right, we're doing a... And they're all made just the same. Shut up. So now we're doing a little shift from watermelons to penises. Now, I don't know if you remember this. uh, A while back, we had talked about the world's largest penis, uh, which is owned by American actor Jonah Falcon. (laughs) Sorry, I, he owns the largest penis. He owns penis. the largest penis. He's got it in a box or His something? His penis or? Uh, was nine and a half inches flaccid and 13 and a half that inches. That just sounds like a pain in the ass. Erect. Well, let me tell you, there's another contender in this big peen fight. <laughs> and his so name gross. is Roberto Esquivel Cabrera. He's oh. 54 years old uh, from Saltillo, Mexico. And he has now stepped up to the plate with the largest bat. Mexican guy taking away a job from an American? Is that what you're that saying? That sure is. This is Trump's America. All right. <laughs> measuring a huge 18.9 inches. That's, how is that even possible? He made headlines worldwide, which I guess it didn't make it to the side of the world until now, in 2015, after a video went viral showing him weighing his manhood to prove its authenticity. His half-meter penis has miserable. smashed the record previously to belong to American actor Jonah Falcon. Now, Roberto, when speaking in an interview, says, I am famous because I have the biggest penis in the world. Now, a doctor was consulted about Roberto's large penis, says, We have advised him, uh, Mr. Roberto, the best thing that you can do is for doctors to give you a normal shape to your penis so that it doesn't hurt you in order to have sexual relationships. But Roberto turns his back on doctors, saying... He'd rather have a bigger penis than the rest of the people and does not care if it has a sexual function. He says, I am happy with my penis. Nobody has the size that I have. I would like to be in the Guinness Book of World Records, but they don't recognize this record. Members of the medical community have urged him to get a penile reduction. He really did some research on this, huh? Sure did. He said, some people ask me if I put condoms on it, and the answer is, I cannot. I can never penetrate anyone because my penis is too thick. 
While living in the United States of America, Roberto did attempt to have sexual relations twice, but the first woman backed out as soon as she saw the size of his penis, and the other one had to stop because it was too painful. Uh, so, one of his doctors from childhood uh, said that Roberto was jo- was born with a large penis, but he became obsessed with making it the world's largest penis and started stretching it with weights. <laughs> since I don't, he that was doesn't a really work, right? That's not like an actual Apparently thing, it is it? Apparently it does, because he has the world's largest penis now. So he would uh, he began trying to enlarge his already large penis when he was a teenager, wrapping some bands around it with some weights to stretch it. Roberto says his penis now is a disability to stop, that stops him from working. He says, I cannot wear a uniform like anybody else in the companies, and I can't get on my knees. I can't run fast, so the companies think badly of me. They say they'll call me, but they never do. So after initially being dismissed... For being able to claim disability, now the government has acknowledged that he is disabled because of his large penis. Uh, How long is this story? It keeps going. An adult entertainment company offered to pay a reduction, but Roberto has refused and said his goal is to meet the right woman. And what kind of career do you think he wants to launch with his 19-inch penis, Greg? Porn star? And launch himself as a United States porn star. He says, I'm happy with my penis and I wish to go back to the USA and spend the rest of my life over there. Oh, I'm sure there's a market for it. I don't feel sad because I know in the USA there is a lot of women. One of them will be the right size for me. I would like to be a porn star and I think I will make a lot of money over there. And the people uh, are not like over here. They're more liberal in the United States. They don't care about what I have in my pants. I don't think it's that anybody cares. I mean, but also I don't care. Like, I just, why, why would this... Like, I, I'm not, I don't feel uh, offended by him for having a large penis that he'd like to talk about. More power to you. Go find some work for it. But also, I'm, I'm not going to be the target market for you. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm the target market either. I don't know. Yeah. I have another story, but that might be too much of a pile on. Yeah. It's Keelan's being noting in the chat. Can we move on from uh, from this talk? Yeah. I sure. Kinda, Kind of agreeing. I think we've got that enough. You got that block out. Do you feel I think good? I got that block out. You know, I have another feel story. Feel good about it? Yeah, I have another story that I'm going to save for tomorrow. There you have it, my friends. That's your world of crazy. I just figure people would like to know. That is the world's largest something. There's uh, your water cooler talk for the day. There you go. Here's a guy in Mexico <laughs> hey, with a know, dong that's 19 inches. There's a Mexican guy with a bigger dong than the American guy. Also, don't look up any pictures because it is just disturbing. Yeah, I mean, I have like it's it's not it's not exposed, but it's covered. He's wearing like four socks. Yeah, I'm not gonna Google that. I really just don't, don't care. I mean, I understand. It looks like what you think it was. Sounds looks like, like that would not be fun. All right, uh, let's let's go on. To, let's get out of this talk now. Uh, let's go on to some some ball talk. Oh, let's uh, since we're going from this, and now I wish I would rename this segment. All right. <laughs> Very unfortunate follow-up. You just set me up for these. Closing out World of Crazy with these things. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. All right. In the world of sports ball talk, let's talk about this. There's two different things. Well, we do have the uh, NBA All-Star Game is coming up soon, Sarah. Ooh, don't care. Um, Yeah, it's, yeah. We got their starters. Shocking. Kevin Durant and Steph Curry are two starters. What? Well, that's so much different than any other. James year. Harden, Anthony Davis, and uh, who I don't know who the fourth one is. Fifth one is from uh, maybe Demarcus Cousins. I, I can't remember. That's not pulling up. Eh, I don't really doesn't doesn't really matter. Um, in the Eastern Conference, another shocker, LeBron James will be starting. Um, oh, Kawhi Leonard, of course. What? Kawhi Leonard and Anthony Davis. I like them. The other three on the Western Conference. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and then uh, they'll be voting on who the reserves will be. There's a lot of speculation that Damian Lillard may, of the Portland Trailblazers may not make it this year because the Blazers are sucking. I hear that they started going downhill after they got rid of that Sportlandia show. I heard that was kind of the start of it. I mean, a couple lucky seasons, but really I think it's time for some Sportlandia. They really they had their finger on the pulse of society, you know? Go ahead and write at Trailblazers on Twitter and yeah, say I'm sure you'd really... like to see Sportlandia back because yeah, yeah. you need something to entertain you during these uh, terrible seasons. Uh, all right. So there's that. The All-Star Game's coming up. Uh, moving on to Ball Talk. It has been decided who will be in the Bolo Day Super the NFL Championship, which is in less than two weeks now. <gasps> so that means the Puppy Bowl is in two weeks. Yes, the Puppy Bowl will be in two Oh weeks. my god, I'm so excited. Well, first off, the Atlanta Falcons 
took down Olivia Munn's boyfriend's team, the Green Bay Packers. And Atlanta Falcons are going to be in the Super Bowl for first time in a long time, I believe, uh, with Matt Ryan, their quarterback, leading the way. So go Falcons. Actually, Falcons were one of my favorite teams growing up. I liked them because I liked Andre Risen. I thought you liked Dolphins. Dolphins were my favorite team. Yeah, they would still, if I had to pick an NFL team, it would still be, like, over anything, it would still be the Miami Dolphins. Falcons were also one of my teams. I liked them. I wouldn't claim them, but I liked them. I had a sweatshirt with the Falcons logo. Okay. That's enough to talk about that. Um, and, uh... <laughs> Keelan says, wait, no, Greg is a Falcons fan. I'm going to be over the team that they're playing because... But just because of this. Coming back to the Super Bowl... For the seventh time... What? ...will be Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. The only good thing I like about Tom Brady in the news is because of what I... What? Oh. Tell me. Tom Brady making it back to the Super Bowl. So uh, this is the... Yeah, this is the seventh time. Tom Brady is my age. Did they win last year? No, they did not win last year. Uh, The Denver Broncos beat the Carolina Panthers last year. But they won the year before that. That's what it was, all right, because I remember... Which I still don't understand. Why didn't they just let Marshawn Lynch run the football? <gasps> I Why remember don't they just that. give Marshawn the football? I remember that. I still love... It still happens a little bit on um, on social media, especially on Deadspin, where people leave in comments, uh, why didn't they just let Marshawn run the football? That was two years ago. It's still funny. I still remember... I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that's... Uh, the. Yeah, they lost. Anyway, uh, New England now back in the Super Bowl again. Tom Brady, at 39 years old, is shattering records. Well, not shattering records. Well, kind of. I mean, he's still playing really well. I don't understand it. How can he be that old still playing this well? He's having like a record season for himself. And he missed the first four games of the season because of a suspension. He was suspended, of course, for the Deflate Gate fiasco. Where Tom Brady was inflating balls <laughs> during halftime of a game against the Indianapolis Colts. And finally, over many, many appeals, he was suspended the first four games of this season. So Tom Brady taking on Matt Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons in the Bolo Day Super. I'll have a lot more information coming up on this soon. But, in order to round out this day of talks, I think it's only appropriate that we play part of Tom Brady's best hit, which is being part of the Shmoyo Brothers. A song called Those Balls Are Perfect. Mr. Tom Brady, joining us right now. With respect to the balls and that there was obviously an issue with the balls. I don't think anybody knew there was an issue with the balls. To me, those balls are perfect. I can only speak for myself. I don't want anyone touching the balls, rubbing the balls. To me, those balls are perfect. I really hope he does this at the halftime or something. Like round and some he comes out with Lady Gaga. Oh, what if Lady Gaga covered this? That would be oh wonderful. You gotta squeeze on me. To me, those balls are all perfect. I choose the balls that I want. You know, I grip it, I grab it, I feel the lace, I feel the leather. I wouldn't want anyone touching the balls. Um, I would zip those things up and lock them away. Some days one ball may feel good, the next day it may not. I want to be very familiar with the equipment that I'm using. This is an ISIS. No one's dying, but this is a very important thing. Because to me, those balls are perfect. I can only speak for myself. I don't want anyone touching the balls, rubbing the balls. To me, those balls are perfect. Some guys like them round, and some guys like them thin. Some guys like old balls, new balls. They're all different, so you gotta feel them. And you gotta squeeze them. To me, those balls are all perfect. 
Yeah, you gotta feel them, yeah, you gotta squeeze them. To me, those balls are all perfect. You gotta feel them, you gotta squeeze them. To me, those balls are all perfect. You know, I grip it, I grab it, I grab it, I grip it. To me, those balls are all perfect. Zip those things up, zip those up, and lock them away. To me, those balls are all perfect. Like I said, I had no. Oh there we go. Once God. again, a shout out to Shmoyoho. S-C-H-M-O-Y-O-H-O on YouTube. Because you need to follow them for, for bringing that magic into our lives. S-C-H-M-O-Y-O-H-O. That's just a well-made song. Like It's those so, guys, it's catchy. It's these two I brothers. I it stuck in my head. They're incredible. They make all those biggest like songify hits. My other favorite is uh, the five... Five Guys Burgers. Yes, Greg. Oh, I love that guy. He's yeah. so happy okay. about burgers. We all know. He makes me happy. Always watch that guy if you're ever feeling down in the dumps. The guy loves burgers and fries so much. It's like you can't help but be happy for him. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. <laughs> that song makes me laugh. It does. All right. I think that's that's probably probably the enough for today. Well, I had to finish watching. Well, of course, I'm going to put together. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and put together a Facebook event for our bingo night happening next week. Yes. 4847 Southeast Division at the Landmark Saloon, 6 p.m., free to play. And uh, I'm super excited Oops. for it. I feel like we haven't done one in a long time. We haven't. Well, because of the weather, we had to delay those. So, if yeah, if you could make it, uh, that would be wonderful because we would love to see all of you out there having a good time with us. Having a good time with us. That sounds Reka good. Vodka. Reka Vodka will be our primary sponsor, and we'll be announcing more about it as far as sponsorships mm-hmm. and prices and everything coming up. All right, uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone out there who subscribes to Fun Employment Radio on our uh, pay service, which is six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. It uh, does a wonderful thing for us. We really do appreciate it. It just helps us keep the lights on for ourselves and all the other shows on the Fun Employment Radio Network, which you can see at our website. So check all of those shows out as well. Um, we've got a lot of, a lot of great things happening here this year. Uh, you also watch Sliders somewhere. I'm sure you can find it. The show brought to you by Sliders. I wish they would remake Sliders like it would get a reboot. And then that could be in like the new Sliders. Can you stop talking about Sliders? Jesus Christ, it's getting weird. I gotta go back and watch it again. I wanna watch the one where the dinosaurs I can't wait for around. you to watch it so that you talk about it all the time. We can go through episode by episode. That's okay. It did get a little bit bad towards the end, but we'll forget about those seasons. Just like weeds. All right. Thanks so much. You are all incredible. Uh, I want to say a big thank you to you to a lot of the emails we've been getting. We have some very nice people who have emailed in. and um, Oh, and thank you. Yeah, it means yeah, a lot to us to hear yeah, from Yeah, we you. really do. So, And you uh, guys are doing the same thing for us. Yeah. Yeah, so thanks a lot. We really love doing this show every day. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, though, we will have... Our special guest from H&R Block oh, will be joining awesome. us. It's our yearly appearance by Gilbert, who's our accountant. It's, it's <laughs> actually, it's a ton of fun. So it's always a fun time. To it really is. So Gilbert will be joining us uh, after this, or tomorrow, right here on Fun Employment Radio. .com, bye friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh my.